Good morning. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah, and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. Whether you've been here before or this is your first time listening, I'm so, so grateful that you're here with me today for another dose of hope in sobriety. How are you doing today? How does your heart feel? My heart is full, so full of love right now. And I'm so grateful because it's only quarter of nine for me and I've connected with three other alcoholics this morning. And what a wonderful day to start the day. I first connected with my higher power and I do that with a a simple prayer. I just say thank you for waking me up. Thank you for opening my eyes this morning because there was a time that I would wake up and be very angry that I was alive. And um, I go to bed at night these days thanking God for another sober day with no obsession to drink. And I pray that I can get to the next day alive and live a good day. And for me, a good day is expressing my gratitude for the wonderful things that cannot be seen in my life. And it also involves writing out how I can be useful today. And yesterday I I shared my gratitude list. And I also shared where I would be useful. And I taped that up to my wall where I normally do my podcasting. And today I have done that again. And uh, just a couple things that I put on my gratitude list is, well, one, I always put my sobriety because my sobriety needs to come first in my life. If it doesn't come first, then things don't really work out too well for me and for those around me. (laughs) So I have to put my sobriety first in order for everything else to fall into place. I also put um, a a lot of my list was... Um, having to do with warm clothing, (laughs) like socks and hat and cozy blankets and my soft, warm dog that sits on my lap. I put on there um, my gratitude for connections in the sober community, my gratitude for balance life balance for my friendships and some other things too. And, and then I'm, I, I just started doing my useful list 
And then as I was doing my useful list, I was thinking, maybe I can share with, oh, that wasn't thunder. That was my son running, obviously running above me. I don't know if this that could be heard <laughs> over the recording. That's my sweet, my sweet guy, Cameron. Um, and actually, where I one thing I put on my list today with regards to being useful was um, to read with my son, read with him, because he just recently has become interested in reading. Like, interested in that, like he wants to do it on his own. And for those who's, who've never listened to my podcast before, um, Cameron is 14 and has autism, and he has severe language-based learning disorders and auditory processing um, challenges, well, disorder. Um, I'm care- I try to be careful with the words I use. I don't want to offend anyone, but... Sometimes I just use words uh, to make it easier um, for everyone. But he wants so badly to be able to communicate with people and have conversations with people. And he that's his biggest challenge. Um, he has quite a few challenges, but he has a lot of gifts too, I tell you. Um, he is really, um, an inspiration to me, the courage he has to live this life. Um, so yeah, so one of the the things that I want to be deliberate, deliberate about today is being useful with, um, Cameron and reading with him and, and that's, a beautiful way of sharing my love with him. And then I, I also, in, in regards to love, I just was thinking about how one thing that I learned to do in sobriety was, um, push love into situations that are stressful or negative or toxic or tense or, um, mean spirited And I, I think I've shared about pushing love. Somebody said that once in a meeting, and I love it. I just love that phrase. Um, it's just, it's another way that we can use our peaceful power in sobriety, right? We can be in a situation that might be tense, and we don't have to engage. We don't have to participate in negativity. I realized that, um, that I used to do that a lot in my life because I, I didn't want to appear different. I didn't want to kind of not go with the crowd and, and disappoint people if I wasn't kind of in a way co-signing the, I don't want to say bullshit, but in some time, in some cases bullshit, but also just participating in in things that were that just didn't feel right in my heart and in my gut. And I know that my higher power 
trust me that I can trust my gut. When I, when I trust my gut, I feel like I am completely in line with my higher power who wants me to do loving things. So there's my son again. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it, but it's loud. He's very heavy footed. He has heavy feet. So enthusiastic feet. I'll say that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so pushing love into situations is, is just, it's it just so amazing to, to get to choose that way of participating in life. Um, I'll give an example. Another one, I, I gave an example in another episode, not too long ago, <clears throat> but, um, There was this one time I was at a, it was either a grocery store at a pharmacy. And there was a um, a really angry cashier. Just really angry. And um, I could have responded like, that bitch. You know, she should be nice. I'm her customer. You know, that, and that's quite frankly how I used to respond to those kind of situations. Like, what's your deal today? Like, and sometimes I'd be really brazen about it. And what I try to do in those situations, and in this particular situation I'm thinking of that happened recently, that just a really angry cashier. And it was a busy, busy, busy day in the store. I remember I had a lot of stuff in my grocery cart. And I think she even like, (sighs) and rolled her eyes when she saw the amount of (laughs) stuff in my grocery cart. And so I was just quiet and, you know, I... I like to bag my groceries and I, I, I find that that is helpful and useful, right? Especially when it's a busy day in the, in the grocery store. And she was scanning and scanning and I was just kind of observing her and she just, I could just, it was palpable, the, the, the tension and anger that was coming from her. And, um, I want, I, I wanted, I just wanted her to feel better. (laughs) And of course, like I am not God, I am not this powerful source that can just, you know, magically make her feel better. However, I can say things with love and, um, I said to her, I'm like, it's a busy day, huh? And she's like, yep. And um, I just kept bagging and she kept scanning. And then um, 
I think I said something along the lines of, you know, I remember I used to be a cashier at a grocery store and it was, it, it would get really tiring, you know, and I just made a quick identification and, um, didn't get much of a response from her. And then, and then I just, I said towards the end, I, we're like wrapping things up and I met her eyes and I, and I quietly, I was like, are you okay? And she, she started to get tears in her eyes. said I really hope that whatever you're dealing with gets better and she looked at me and she just was so welled up she was really could see she was trying really hard not to cry and she just looked at me and said thank you And then I left. I felt really happy that I trusted my gut and I pushed love into a situation that was really fueled with a lot of negative and like angry energy, which I realized was probably resulting from sad energy. Because I know, I don't know about you, but sometimes if I'm sad, if I feel grief, it turns into anger and that's how it comes out. So often when, in my experience, I have found that when I am angry, it's really grief. And so perhaps this cashier was feeling some sign of, some kind of grief. So that's just an example of pushing love into a situation. And you know what? I didn't come up with this. (laughs) Somebody who I love very much, who is um, sober and um, I love him very much. He is um, very connected to a God of his understanding. That's something that I learned from him. And um, I'm, I'm grateful that I get to learn these new ways of participating in life as a sober woman. So I'm at over 15 minutes. I talked much longer than I thought I would t- today. But I just want to share that I'm really excited because I have one of my listeners, um, I asked her if she wanted to join me on a daily dose of hope one morning and she was really excited. So she's going to do that. I'm not sure what day yet. And, uh, she, she's become a a friend. She's becoming a friend. Like I, I feel very connected to her and, and I'm just grateful 
that this community here at Sober Gratitudes brought us together. And I hope it, this community keeps growing. And it's, it's God in action. It's God working in our lives. She has now connected with somebody else who listens to my podcast and it's a beautiful thing. It's what I pray for when I push record every day. So if you'd like to connect with me and connect with the community, you can find me and write to me at sobergratitudes at gmail.com. I'd be so happy to hear from you and I will write back. I promise you that. I will write back. Emails the the best way to get in touch with me. Sometimes the Instagram messages get kind of buried. So, uh, of course, if that's the only way that you can connect with me on my Instagram account, absolutely connect with me there. And um, I will be vigilant about looking for you. So thank you again for joining me today on A Daily Dose of Hope. Let's get and stay sober together. It's just so much easier that way. Sober Gratitudes is a podcast dedicated to spreading the hope in recovery from addiction. It is an inclusive show that does not promote or represent any recovery program. When my guests and I discuss what keeps us sober, we are referring to our own unique experiences. Our goal is to encourage and give hope to those who are struggling and need support.